This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. All right, all right, all right. How you feeling, baby? You doing good? Doing good, oh. Just, uh, you know, off-season. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? News cycle, you, you know, you, this is the type of time when you when you get coaches and personnel and people moving around because of the NFL changes. And but other than that, I'm good coaching soccer, playing pickleball. You know me, brother. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Uh, <laughs> proud of you with the with the pickleball stuff. I got to uh, once I recover, I got to pick up the uh, the exercising. Yep, and uh, do a little bit more of that. I've been trying to eat better and i've been doing that but uh overall yeah, i gotta pick up the exercise part of it that'll uh that'll fast track the weight loss is mm-hmm. what i need i've already lost like 16 pounds or something so i'm uh, but i need to i need to lose a lot more baby yeah uh, anyway uh are uh, the canes losing any weight anywhere uh, <laughs> coaches and, uh adding coaches what's going on behind the scenes well uh we just finish breaking the story here but uh, Alonzo Highsmith is headed to uh, New England to join the front office there reunite with Elliot Wolf the two of them worked together for a long time with the Packers Um, you know Alonzo came back uh, gave uh, Mario Cristobal two good years right came back to his alma mater and uh, I thought helped the program in a lot of ways he was a guy that uh, you know the staffers would come to he was kind of an intermediary. Mario still ran things, but um, Highsmith definitely had input. And uh, and so, you know, we'll have to see who Miami hires as their next uh, general manager of football operations. But those are important roles in college football now. And the more experience you got, the guys that, that have done this at the NFL level that can evaluate elite talent and help with the transfer portal and those kind of things, uh, they're important guys. And so we'll see who Mario hires. I'm personally really happy for Alonzo because uh, I think Alonzo's a pro guy. I don't mm-hmm. believe he's a college guy, to be quite honest. Right. I think 30 years in that business, dude. <laughs> dude I think, look, I've, I've, I've kind of followed everything that's gone on with him. Um, he, uh, he took this job because he loves the U. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, he's tired of getting dicked by the mm-hmm. NFL. Okay. Right. And he hasn't gotten the opportunity that he has already earned and nobody's given him a shot to be a general manager. And so that to me is, you know, and so I think he's now, you know, he knows Elliot and, and both those guys worked their way to a point. And I know Elliot had his dad. So it was almost like, are you just giving him the job because of the name and all that? So he had to fight that throughout his career in green Bay Mm -hmm. land and notice how they never named Ron Wolf's son as the general manager because it was yep. just one of those things. And so now Elliot's had to go elsewhere to go make a name. And maybe Alonzo now can use that as a springboard, hopefully for himself, to finally get a general manager's job. Uh, Lord knows I campaigned for him down here uh, when there were openings in the past. Uh, and and I campaigned for Chris Greer, by the way, also, which mm-hmm. I got one of the two. You know? uh, so that's pretty cool. But um, I'm I'm sad uh, that that this has happened to him and right. that he doesn't get the opportunity that he deserves. And uh, I, I, uh, I pray and hope 
that somebody will give Alonzo Highsmith a shot as a general manager in the NFL. I hope well, so. We'll see. I mean, the Patriots are still sort of sorting out what they're doing post-Belichick, right? I mean, they haven't really come out and formally said, hey, these are the guys. So this is kind of the first sign maybe that Elliot Wolf is going to be the guy calling the shots up there from from a personnel perspective for them. And and who knows what role? I mean, they had they didn't say we don't know the exact role Alonzo's gonna have. And, you know, maybe he is ready to to be a GM and Elliot Wolf in, in some other capacities at, at a higher level and, and how they work together, who knows? Right. But uh I mean whatever the case is. I, I I'm I'm looking at him as a college director of scouting. That's probably right. what's gonna happen. That Elliot's gonna be the GM. Right. And he'll be the college director of scouting. And then you'll get a pro personnel director of scouting because Alonzo's so good with college. So mm-hmm. my guess is he's going to be the college director of scouting. That'll be my guess. We'll find out now. Right. How they how they come up with the titles, right? Yeah, how they come up with because <laughs> you always need two directors for it because the yeah. job's too big to handle one person for a person pro or or college. You've got to have each person running each side. Because they all have their own scouts and stuff like that. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a huge, it's a huge operation. Uh, that would be my guess. But, um, okay, now on the Kane side, I, I don't, like, I, as much as I love Alonzo Highsmith, Mario Cristobal is such a freaking maniac when it comes to recruiting and all that. I don't think it's going to hurt you in the recruiting side of it. Maybe the management no. and all that. Maybe that's where Alonzo can help out. But I just want to say, at least I don't think it's recruiting. You know more than I do, so you tell me. No, he is ultimately a uh, check-with-me guy, right? Like in the sense where these guys evaluate players, uh, the coaching staff does, the recruiting department does, and they come to Alonzo and they say, what do you think of him? And then Alonzo says, or, and then it gets passed on to Mario, and Mario says, so it's just an extra set of eyeballs, you know, and and there and he got to do a lot more administrative things. I think at a point there was even a thought maybe he's he's an athletic director down the road, that kind of thing. And so he got to sort of learn some other roles with budgets and things that normally you don't do in the scouting department. But, you know, right. is important, obviously, to the college game. So I think he got an opportunity to do those things. Um, but ultimately, as you said, oh, he is an NFL guy. That's where he's put you know, his entire career into and, uh, you know, getting a chance with the Patriots, who knows, maybe this is down the road. There's, there's a team, you know, they rebuild the Patriots into a winner. Obviously Belichick couldn't do it. Uh, that's your ticket, right? That's, that's my point that Mm -hmm. if he, he could go there with Elliot and get the Patriots back to respectability and playoffs and stuff like that, not super bowls that what they did, that will never happen again. But, you know, right. if you get them back to playing well in, in, a, in the playoffs and all that, and you find a quarterback or whatever, he's going to get a lot of credit for that. That's why I'm also thinking college director of scouting because that's his best way to get to the NFL. The pro director of scouting is not as good a road as it is in college. College is really the guy that's going to get you that GM job because you've been unearthing talent. And that's the name of the game, pretty much. So for me, that's why I think that this is just, you know, the perfect scenario for him. So if he has success, then people say, hey, man, he was successful at Green Bay. He's now successful with the Patriots. I got to give him a shot now. And hopefully that's what leads Zoe to getting that shot, man. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. He deserves it. Well, uh, I'm sure he'll do well. Mario did hire a running backs coach last night. I don't know if you saw that uh, report as well. I know you were coming off the foot surgery, but they they, they ended up getting uh, Matt Merritt, a guy who uh, comes over from USF, 
you know, relatively young guy. He's worked with a lot of different running backs and, and, and a lot of different schools, but you know, he's kind of viewed as a up and coming co- future coordinator type guy. Um, you know, he, he's, he was part with Alex Goldish, who's one of the best offensive coaches in college football. He, when Tennessee had their great season, Goldish was the offensive coordinator. Uh, now he did a phenomenal job with USF and he's kind of been hand in hand here with Goldish the last couple of years. Uh, but before that, uh, you know, he was on staffs with uh, Ohio State. Um, you know, he was with, um, you know, Power Five programs, got a lot of experience, played the position um, as a Division Three player. And, uh, you know, now he's coming to Miami and uh, should be a good addition to the coaching staff, uh, getting an opportunity to uh, help the running game. All right. Good stuff. What else are you working on in the athletics so folks can uh, check you out, my friend? Yeah, I just uh, on Monday, I came out with a recruiting thoughts article. Uh, actually, a Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I'm trying to keep track of all my days. Oh, I came out with one yesterday on uh, all the state schools, uh, sort of putting, you know, today's technically the real signing day. Not a lot should happen today with any of the of the of the state's big five schools. Uh, but, you know, if you want to put everything into perspective, what just happened with recruiting. I have a story on the 2025 quarterback recruiting class. We've actually the state of Florida has actually done a really good job producing quarterbacks. If you think of the national championship game, Michael Penix, of course, was one starter. And then J.J. McCarthy, who played for IMG Academy, was the other. So you okay. had both of the quarterbacks played their high school football in Florida. I think we had nine starting quarterbacks at Power Five schools that came out of the state. So for uh, you know all the talk about California and Texas and you know Florida's finally beginning to produce some some good quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson was a top five pick. He came came out of a state you know Gainesville area high school. So uh, the quarterback position is improving. I'm looking ahead to the 2025 class. If you want to know about those quarterbacks, uh, there'll be an article in the Athletic on that. Uh, but you know uh, just it's the off season, though. This is the time when, uh, when you when you start working on all those other projects that you can't do because you're busy covering the team. Sure, and sometimes that's uh, some. You always come up with some interesting stories, yep. so I kind of like that because you always find different angles that we didn't think about, and and people and what they did. Sometimes things that they contributed that we didn't understand. So I, I it's uh, it's good when you get to uh, do a little deep dives like you mm-hmm. do in the in the off season. Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro and catch his work there at the athletic subscribe, of course, and support Manny as always. Thank you, my brother. We will catch up later on in the week. Good talking to you, brother. Talk soon, sir. There you go. Caneswear. Use our code big O 10. You will get 10% off anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. Pretty much. They've got heat gear, Marlins gear, Panthers gear, Inter Miami, Messi, all that kind of stuff, man. Check it out. Caneswear.com. Big O10. 10% off online or in person. This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. I get the mic to work. Got it to work now. There we go. There yes, we go. Yes, yes, yes. You figured by now I would learn how to do this, so. <laughs> yes. Now, oh, trust me, I struggle myself, too. I, I frustrate the shit out of Sean all the time. Like, <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, Sean. I don't have your skill set. You know, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. So, uh, Good day yesterday, by the way, for the Canes. That was, uh, it was nice to see Devin Hester and Andre oh, yeah. Jackson, who... 
never played with a real quarterback. Uh, I wish he did because I think we would have seen like elite shit that people like really would have appreciated. To me, Andre Johnson is one of the greatest talents I have ever seen at wide receiver. And I don't care that his stats will never match you know, some of the, the top guys in the league or whatever and other things. But to me, Andre Johnson was as good as anybody, bro. Seriously. He was. No question. And, uh, wow. you know, I remember seeing him for the first time uh, at Miami High and thinking to myself, this is a grown-ass man playing high school football. Uh, just such a huge, big-bodied guy. And, you know, he did everything for Miami High. They, they would light him up at punter sometimes. He'd, he'd do some punting for them. Uh, and and uh, just what a tremendous athlete. And then gets to Miami and instantly right away is just a guy that you can't deny uh, had to be on the field making plays and, you know, part of that championship squad, the last one at Miami. Yeah, it's just hard to find guys that big, that mm -hmm. fast, that physical, that dominant. Like, there was no weakness in Andre Johnson's no. game. You know, he was a beast at anything he felt like doing. And, and that's that's where that's the real crime that I don't think the general NFL fan will ever talk about Andre Johnson the way they're supposed to talk about Andre Johnson because Andre Johnson didn't play on a great team. Ever, you know? Yeah, that was the unfortunate side of it. That's that's the unfortunate side of it. He didn't get to uh to flex in the NFL, but hey, he's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. I think everybody who played against him knew how good he was. So yep. uh, just one of the greatest games of all time, no question. Uh, Devin Hester, best returner I've ever seen in my life, dude. You know, and yep. uh, the, it, it was a frustrating time too early on in his career because they didn't know how to use him, you know, especially mm -hmm. at the U, they, couldn't use, they didn't know how to use him. And in the NFL, they never really were able to convert him to a wide receiver. But when it came to the return game, brother, he just had hits. It. Yep. First time I laid eyes on Devin Hester was at the state track and field championships. And I remember driving up um, to watch him run and uh, do the hurdles and some of the other events that he was in. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, okay, now I, now I get it. Like, this kid just has another gear that nobody else has uh, in the open field, being able to just take off and explode. And uh, it, it was special to watch. And then, you know, when he gets to Miami, like you said, didn't really know what to do with him because he was so freaking talented. You're like, I got to get him on the field somehow. And I still remember Larry Coker, like, giving him some snaps at running back, uh, just trying to get him anywhere on the field so he can make plays. And just uh, just such a special talent. And uh, it's a shame that, that people are only going to remember him as a kick returner because I think, you know, if somebody would have taken a little bit more time to work with him, he probably could have been an excellent receiver. He might, he might have. I don't know about excellent, but he at least could have become – a consistent contributor to help you out somewhere, be a number three, number four guy, you know, on your roster. Yep. You don't want to overwork him as a returner in a number one or number two. And I, I don't even know if he ever showed those kind of skill sets. But I'm with you. I, I think if somebody would have really taken the time to work with his route running and all those kind of things, maybe they could have made him a little bit more. But, dude, as a returner, wow. Yep. It, it, it was – I, 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 it got to a point where they feared him so much in the NFL that they did yeah. whatever they could to try to keep it away from him, and that was impressive. 
It was, and, and, and it's funny because I really feel like the NFL rules changed and the end of his career, we didn't get to see, right? Like what he really could have done if they would have kept uh, the kickoffs back where they were. But there were so many injuries on kickoffs and teams obviously wanting to avoid that with the, with some of their marquee players that he, that the kick returner kind of got phased out. But I, but I got to say, we probably saw the best kick returner ever right before those rules changed. And uh, we, got, we got a chance to see him do his thing. No doubt. Reggie Wayne should be next, dude. Right? I mean – they yeah, there should be 12. There should be 12 at the very least soon. Yeah, they they, uh, they, they probably didn't want to put three canes in yesterday, but um, <laughs> right. you, did you see his tweet? Yeah, he wasn't happy. I know that. He was kind of uh, like, what what else, right? What else do I got to do? How much longer I got to wait for this? For those of you that didn't see it, there's Reggie Wayne's tweet yesterday. Current mood. And he just <laughs> – that's it. Just current mood and put this guy's face. And – you know what? I I get it. Uh, and I almost let me tell you, I thought maybe he would get in in front of Andre. Yeah. Because he has the Super Bowl, he has the flashy stats with the big team. And you know, he played on the team that Andre never played on, in other words. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, there was a part of me that I would not have been surprised if Reggie got in and Andre had to wait another year. You know what I'm saying? But in the end, I think Reggie will be happy. He'll get it. <clears throat> oh, absolutely yeah he's gonna get in he's not gonna be denied it's just a matter of when um i was thinking about this the other day after reggie is calais next yes oh he's yeah be in, right yes oh god yes calais my god of course jesus that guy was a dominant defensive lineman all throughout his career man yeah I mean, and i remember if i remember correctly didn't calais campbell have like a shitty 40 or something mm -hmm. like that. Like yeah, he did. He didn't run well. He didn't run well. No. Right? Something didn't go well in his workout, and then they held it against him. And then he He got drafted like in the latter part of the first round, and then he, and then he just exploded. And you got a bargain of a player at that point, or something. I think it was like that, right? Was it Calais? I yeah. Want to say it was like that. It wasn't a high draft pick to my to my memory. Um, yeah. But obviously, I want to say like twenty third overall or something is why yeah, I put yeah, the yeah. number that sticks yeah. out of my head. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, just over 100 career sacks, right? That's what he's uh, – he, he crossed that threshold. I mean, he's got to be in. So uh, – Game and, record, I, bro. Game and, record. And I don't, know, I don't know how many Pro Bowls, but it's just – yeah, he, he would be number 13 in my mind. And then we'll find out who's next after that, if Miami has anybody else uh, of, of the modern-day guys that would fit. Shit, you're better than I am at this. Who, who are you thinking? I'm, I'm trying to think of – Oh, Greg Olson? Greg Olson, right. Right. Tight end, right? Jimmy Graham would be another one. He had a great career. Right. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, Frank Gore? Right. Mr. Gore has to because he's, what, second all-time in rushing? So, I mean, yeah. how do you not put him in? McGahee? 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 After that knee injury, if you look, right. his, his stats are Hall of Fame stats. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's a there's a few guys that 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 have a shot to get in. Okay, yeah, right. I, I know Otis Anderson was another one that people have sort of over the years and said maybe he'll get in on the back door, right yeah. at the end. But oh, oh God, if he hasn't gotten in by now in the veterans committee, when Randy yep. Grubachar and and uh, and and McMichael are getting in, I, I don't know, man. I don't know on that one. But hey, listen, I don't have a problem getting Otis Anderson in there, but because. He was special. 
when he mm-hmm. was with the Cardinals. I'm old no enough. I'm old enough to remember Otis Anderson playing and dominating with a with a shitty Cardinals team, by the way. Yep. Okay. All right. And, and a Neil Lomax that used to get injured all the time. Yep. If I remember correctly. That was if I remember correctly, that was one of the quarterbacks during his era. At that well, four, 14 is the most that any school has. I think it's USC and Notre Dame with 14 each. So uh, Miami is getting up to 11 now. Uh, you know, we, we, we certainly have enough candidates, I think, at the University of Miami to say they could potentially overtake both of those programs. All right, so Alonzo Highsmith left. Any yep. word on replacing him? Nobody yet. Nothing that I that I've been able to come up with that's concrete. You know, Mario likes to take his time, as we've come to learn, right? When in terms of replacing guys, and uh, I'm sure there's probably candidates in his mind, but you know, he takes his time through the interview process. You know, and and the running backs coach that was hired, I I spoke with uh, my buddy Bruce Feldman yesterday, uh, when when the Jamel Adai news broke about him leaving for the Bills, and. Uh, I asked him about the the hiring of uh, the running backs coach. He said the guy just killed it in the interview process. That's why they ended up taking him from USF. He's just a guy, a bright guy. So Mario, the interview process is important for Mario. He wants to uh, be blown away there. Um, There's a guy who coached with Lance Guidry, the defensive coordinator at Marshall, who could be a candidate. He's Cody C and cornerbacks coach, uh, played at LSU, was a defensive back, um, and his name is escaping me right now. Gosh. Um, anyway, he's on Marshall's staff. Coach with Gidry could be a candidate. Um, I think obviously Patrick Sertan. Uh, he's over at Florida State. That'd be a good steal for Miami. Florida State just had a tremendous defensive backs uh, class, uh, and and you know Jason Taylor's already here on the staff. You get another former Dolphin. Uh, that would be pretty cool, right? To have two of them on on your staff. So. Yes. Um. So I don't know. I don't know where Mars is going to go with uh, the DB hire or the. Uh, administrative hire. I would say this. I would say people who saw the fact that Alonzo Highsmith really didn't have a huge imprint, right, on the job because Mario's so involved in the personnel decisions, it's going to be a supporting role, not a lead role. It's not a traditional general manager, right? It's uh, it's more of a scout assist Mario in accumulating talent and, and uh, identifying guys. It's Mario's show, dude. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's Mario's show. So yeah, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna answer to him when it's all said and done. So yeah, I I would imagine that it's just gonna be somebody he trusts to be an extra pair of eyes for him when it's mm-hmm. all said and done to you know a kind of a, a check with me guy for him. You know, yep. hey, think about this and somebody he trusts. So yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be somebody heavily in the trust zone for, yep. for Mark Cristobal, I would imagine on that. All right, what else are you working on the athletics so folks can check you out, my friend? Well, listen, uh, a lot of off-season stories, that are, projects that I'm working on. Uh, my editor's got a list for me. Uh, I just came out with a quarterback story for the 2025 recruits in the state of Florida. If people want to read that. Uh, one of the kids uh, is actually going to Michigan, the defending national champs uh, here in the state, Carter Smith, out of uh, the Fort Myers area. There's um, another young man, plays in Jacksonville, Mandarin, is going to Florida State. So already committed. These quarterbacks are committing so much earlier. Uh, oh, through the process. I mean, the juniors. This is like we used to be okay beginning of senior year where they're going to commit. Now it's like beginning of junior year with the quarterback. Miami's already got their own quarterback, Noah Grubbs, uh, who's, who's committed to the program. So uh, they they they'll be uh, they'll be fine with him uh, bringing him in 
to, to in, the, in the 25 class. But uh, if you want to read about the, the in-state quarterbacks in Florida, there's a story there for the athletic. And there'll be more in uh, the weeks ahead, including some roundtables where we talk about the incoming recruits in the ACC, the SEC, all that kind of stuff that I'm involved in. Good stuff. As always, follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro. Manny, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you immensely. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you. You too, brother. Take care. You got it. Don't forget, Caneswear, baby. Use our code, BIG010. You will get 10% off. You're looking for some heat gear right there, Caneswear. They got all kinds of shirts and hats and jerseys and you name it. They've got almost anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. Uh, jackets, classic jackets, sneakers, neon signs for your bar with the Canes logo on it, man. Telling you, Brett and all the great people out there, Jeff, you name it, they know how to get it done at Canes where 2566 or 2655, I'm sorry, South University Drive in Davie, Marlins gear, Panthers gear, uh, Heat gear, Inner Miami gear, oh, all kinds of Inner Miami gear jerseys messy jerseys all of that man it's hard to see messy play because you know he gets injured but at least you can buy his jersey so there you go you get a messy jersey there at uh canes where baby and use our code big o10 online or in person and you will get 10 percent off big o10 and remember online when you order over 99 you will get free shipping caneswear.com 